0: Today's JMO with Justin Joe. The Super Bowl is set. The Super Bowl is set. I'm I'm thinking about putting my money on the red team. On the red team. On the red team. I think that's where I'm gonna go for. And I think you'll win. I th- I think I got a pretty good chance. So we talk about the conference championship games. Um, it was a wild ride. I I I I am still the worst gambler of all time. That hasn't changed. Um, we don't really we. We don't really talk too too much about the Super Bowl because we're gonna save the preview for next week. But we do get we do dive deep deep into the conference championship games. Talk about that. Then we uh, we finish off the NFL with our new head coach hires. Yep. Um, we do. We talk about the vacancies a little bit, right? Um, a little bit. Who Seattle and Washington are still still looking for coaches
1: and who they can't
0: get anymore right um the chargers hired somebody the panthers hired somebody and so did the tampa bay Buccaneers. or no i'm sorry the atlanta falcons um we go into all that then we have a little bit of college football talk um our 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 boy our boy kayshaun butte got is is in some trouble and uh it's actually kinda of hilarious. It's a little funny. It's pretty fucking funny. Um and uh we go so we, we dive into that. We have to. Um he was our boy. He he had a nice freshman year for us. He set some records. He was he was fucking awesome. Um then <clears throat> we go into the NBA. Uh there was a coaching hire that we we get to. Um talk a little Pelicans talk, it's not very great. Not not not, not so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then we have a little bit about um, – Joe and I are kind of out on 60- and 70-point games now.
1: Watered down. It's
0: watered down. We go into the Luka Doncic 73-point game. We talk about the the Devin Booker 62-point game. Um, but, yeah, we're kind of out. Lost this prestige. Yep. And uh, then we finally we finish off with a little tennis down in Melbourne, Australia. Down under. I am – so bad at the accent. <laughs> we get into that for a little bit. Uh, we got some up-and-comers, man. We got some young talent in the tennis world. That's, uh, yeah.
1: All right. Let's rock and roll.
0: Welcome to JMO, with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, January 30th. And Joe the Super Bowl is set and I'm gonna I'm gonna root for the red team. You're gonna root for the red team I'm gonna root for the red team I've already decided I'm gonna put my money on the red team. I was about to
1: say can you do a bet on that mm-hmm. some fan duel or you yeah know, draft kings? yeah
0: yeah the, the the red team's gonna win um the <clears throat> so 49ers versus Chiefs this is the Super Bowl. Last time there was the 49ers versus the Chiefs it was an election year. 2020. Um, yep. And we happen to have... Um, can, can you remind me what happened after that? I can't remember.
1: Oh, we had COVID.
0: COVID-19. Oh, man. So we're in for a real treat of a year this year. Um, That's what that means. Now, if the 49ers win, maybe the roles will get reversed. But um, I don't know. It It's the fucking Chiefs. It's the fucking Chiefs. Uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. I it, you can, what, what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I mean, the difference. Is, I I guess that there are a couple of differences. So the Forty ers in twenty twenty were quarterbacked by Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. They did not have uh, Christian McCaffrey, right? Oh, and let's see who else. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Was Brandon Ayuk there? I don't know if Brandon Ayuk was there. They still had a decent defense.
1: I actually think Brandon Ayuk was still in college because I think Jaden Daniels was throwing passes to him. They had that highlight reel. Back then, huh? I could be
0: wrong, though. Um. Anyways, so this is uh, basically the opposite of what America wanted. Um, I think this was done on purpose. Yep, yep. This is done on purpose. I... I We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the games um, but I it's just it, it, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I I like all right I'm really disappointed in myself because again Joe, I am the just I can't say this enough. I am the world's worst gambler. like for instance, I bet I, I placed 11 bets on Sunday. I was really excited about them. They were all like nice bets. they were like the Ravens money line ravens chiefs over like they weren't anything any like parlays or anything like that they weren't like crazy they were like jameer gibbs over under what is it 65 and a half points some Mm -hmm. or 65 and a half rush yards something like that it would they, they weren't like i had like two parlays sprinkled in there that's it i lost 10 out of these 11 bets the only one i won is the one I put the least amount of money on because I really didn't want it to happen and that was the San Francisco 49ers money line that was it
1: so you're saying we could actually have like a on this show we could have actual betting advice but it wouldn't be a professional betting advice it would just basically be a fade betting advice right
0: you could make a game show out of my betting, my bet slips mhm they're so bad they're so bad it it oh it's just mind numbing how bad I am at, at, at sports betting. And like, all I do is sit there and, and watch football and keep up with sports and, and play fantasy and do everything. I watch the, the Pat McAfee show. I watch Get Up Every Morning. I, I'm sitting there. I'm literally watching sports show, talk shows. People talk about sports all the time. And I still, I still can't fucking gamble to save my life. I don't know what it is. The Ravens' money line. The Niners, the, the Niners Lions under, the the Ravens Chiefs over. Like, I couldn't hit in, I didn't hit any of those.
1: None of them. You're having trouble with the script, but I think that's because they put a twist in the script, the NFL uh, script. So they,
0: they emailed me the wrong script.
1: So obviously, like, everybody knew that uh, the gig was up as far as the... Super Bowl logo was forecasting what the teams were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So the NFL obviously is like, all right, we got to do a cancel on that because people are on to us. Yeah. And then who better yet than Kansas City? You know, home of the Taylor Swift, who is generate who has actually generated three hundred and thirty four million dollars extra um, that, this this year. I completely one hundred percent believe that. Yeah. Just from basically show, you know, the amount of time coverage and talking about it on shows, exactly everything. And honestly, it's all the hate. Yep. The, the,
0: that's how the media works. They they thrive off of hate. That's why they they promote controversial things. They it is honestly the people that bitch about Taylor Swift that is basically giving her more attention. Like that's what's getting all the views. That's what's getting all the comments, the likes. That's what's getting everything, the dislikes. Yep. It it's what's literally generating all of this. 300 what you said over 300 million dollars.
1: Yeah, 334 million dollars.
0: 334 million dollars and most of that's because people fucking hate watching Taylor Swift on their on their TV. That's it. Cuz you well, know mo, you know vast vast majority of the people are the they the Taylor Swift fans there okay, they're watching it for her. The Chiefs fans are watching for them, but er, you know everyone else is watching it cuz they hate they 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 just want the
1: Chiefs to lose. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's it's funny how the tables have turned because basically when they first reached the Super Bowl, everybody wanted the Chiefs to win and the and the Patriots to lose. Oh, that's how greatness goes. And it's it's funny how the Chiefs are just slowly becoming the Patriots. And, like, I guess all the right reasons, but also all the wrong reasons. Whereas the Patriots were hated upon because they were uh, seen as the cheaters, right? They, they
0: they were cheating. They were cheating. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if, well,
1: nothing's come out yet that the the Chiefs are cheating, but. No, I would have to say their hatred has stemmed a little bit more from the off the fields uh, it, kind of storylines. Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes, Taylor Swift. Now the girlfriends and wives are watching football because they just want to watch whenever Taylor Swift is happy. Yeah. And, which is annoying to all the, you know. The mm-hmm. avid football watchers that are actually watching the you know the, watching football now they have to answer questions like how many points is a touchdown?
0: It, it is it is getting a little bit annoying. Actually, no, it's not just a little bit. Anno- it's very annoying when Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown on a fucking amazing catch. How he can move his body around like that is still beyond me. And when I'm wanting to see Travis Kelsey celebrating, they pan to Taylor Swift in her box, and that's what they show. I want to see Travis Kelsey celebrate. Yeah. Let me see Travis Kelsey celebrate, and then you can pan to fucking Taylor Swift. Okay? Or you just back it up. Like, you know, you this is technology. You can record it, and then if, you, if people really want to see her reaction, you can play it after. I want to see Travis Kelsey's reaction. I want to see him celebrate. I don't yeah. want to see her celebrate.
1: Exactly. So, and then, honestly... I mean, Kelsey and Mahomes have been pretty, you know, favorite players throughout uh, in the league. They'd even kind of shed a bad light on themselves, picking a fight with the kicker Justin Tucker before the uh, in the pregame. I kind of loved that though. Yeah, oh, did you? Yeah, I kind of loved it. you like, <laughs> was you picking a fight with the kicker.
0: I I don't think they were picking a fight. I think they were just kind of setting the tone for the games. <laughs> I think it was just like, hey, fuck off, dude. You're in the way of my quarterback. That's pretty much what that was. Yeah, that was c- Kelsey kicking the fucking the balls in the, uh, whatever you call the it, helmet little, the holder thing in the helmet, that was just Kelsey being Kelsey. Like, he's just like, hey, this... Mahomes my my... did it, too. I know. Were, yeah. They... I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was fucking hilarious, okay. and I thought it set the tone. I don't
1: know. I thought it was just a little... Ah, Juvenile. Yeah, and picking a fight with the kicker, like come on, man, like the kickers, they it's, don't it's do anything. Justin Tucker, he's like the skinniest person in the NFL. Exactly, like <laughs> he can't, he wouldn't be able to hold a candle to any to try anybody, much less Travis Kelsey. Yeah, exactly. It's like just pick on somebody your own size. Yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah, that's true. I thought it was funny though. I thought it was hilarious. Let's just get into the game. Let's get to the segue. Ravens Chiefs. Um, Mahomes was on fire the first half. I think Kelsey had like eight or nine catches the first half. He had that touchdown catch where he like basically Gronkowski to his body and made the catch. He like torqued his whole body the opposite way of his momentum and it made the catch. It was an, it was an insane catch. It was an incredible catch. Yeah. Um, he, they were just, it was like the ball didn't really touch the ground in the first quarter. He barely touched the ground in the first half. He was, I think, what Mahomes was like ten for ten or something.
1: Yeah, he was. He was actually pretty. He was. He was on fire.
0: He was on fire, and like they were just making all the Pacheco runs with a fucking passion. It's awesome. Uh, the Say Flowers was cool for a little bit. He got a little too cocky. Um, I don't know. It was just like the Ravens just looked discombobulated almost. I, I think I think Spagnola Spagnola did a. Great fucking job. The defense came alive for the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half. They were all over the place. I like I don't know. Is is are the Ravens is, is Lamar Jackson Dak Prescott now? Are the Ravens the the, the, the new the new Cowboys? I, I don't,
1: it brings up some questions. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> I mean we it all right, let's let, let me let, let's get this straight. It was an entertaining ass game. They had uh, Lamar Jackson pass to himself. Yes, Uh, that was wild. (laughs) We had the uh, the most dumb dumb fucking pass from Lamar Jackson as well in the fourth quarter. Threw it into triple coverage. It didn't matter if it was a fucking pass interference or not. Like that was just that was the dumbest fucking call you. That was the dumbest throw you could have made. The it, I don't know. The Zay Flowers fumble was pretty tough. That was that one on like i really do think that that the the game would have obviously would have gone in the ravens' favor if he had made that
1: uh touchdown uh, i just noticed that whenever zay flowers and the ravens do it there's really nothing talked about it but when the kansas city chiefs do something like that where the ball goes out of bounds it's like oh the nfl is contemplating changing the rule and it's like Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, we're, I I know they're maybe a little bit different because Kansas City did recover the ball in the end zone, but, um, I don't know. It's that, that kind of got me a little fired up. But yeah, that's, that's a tough fumble.
0: Tough fumble. Um,
1: Brought it brought Zay Flowers down a little bit. He was uh he
0: he was getting a little obnoxious.
1: He was getting emotional because he yeah. did have that taunting right before uh, on that same drive, which is stupid. But that's a different different conversation. But you got to love what Joey, Bur- Joey Burrow said.
0: Yeah, no, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm with Joe Burrow. Yes, um, let them taunt. Yeah, let them taunt. I'm down. That's a, that's something that's a movement I can get behind.
1: Yeah, I I can tell that he has yeah, there's a hatred from him uh against the Chiefs. Yeah, he like doesn't like is, the Chiefs. Yes, this is like this rivalry is going to keep going.
0: He hasn't been in Cincinnati long enough to really, really hate the Ravens just yet. He will, he but will. but he's just had a he, he's in his short history in the NFL he's had more beef with uh, with the Chiefs. Um, yeah, let the boys taunt. I mean, if it was up to me, do you remember NFL Blitz back in the day on the N64? Mm-hmm. Where you were able to like body slam people? I'd be cool with that, but that's just me. At least let the boys taunt. That'd be a hell
1: of a celebration.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, do you remember the guy just jumped up and like just basically just put his ass into their into his chest from like six feet up? Just WWE style. Yeah, yeah just oh I'm talking punish the guys. That would that would be my uh, solution to it. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Good old M V S. MVS is always there for a clutch catch or two.
1: Always he's down. either really there for you, clutch, or he's really not there for you, clutch. It's it, like one or the other.
0: Yeah, um, he like let's see the the Buffalo game. He came in clutch. He had two great catches, and then this one he had a that great catch in the fourth quarter, um, basically just kind of seal Basically sealed the deal. Um, towards the end of the game, uh, I think I think they just went into victory formation after that. I don't know. At that point, I was pretty drunk, and uh, I was. Not not feeling myself. I had a lot – half of my bets did not – like I, I had six bets on that one and six bets on that game and, and five bets on the San Fran Lions game and all six of those bets missed. And I was not feeling too great. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good.
1: Yep, yep. Um, no, I – um. what was I going to say? I thought it was a pretty – right before that MVS catch – I think something that got a little bit overlooked was the high IQ play by Roquan Smith. So if you remember, um, they had that penalty, I believe. It was a penalty that made it first and five on that last drive for the Kansas City. There uh, There was a penalty, and there's two minutes and 28 seconds left. And it's first and five, and Roquan Smith jumps purposely offsides. Now, his problem, he probably shouldn't have done it as physical as he did because he got unnecessary roughness for 15 yards. But the point was to get it to first and 10, and that way he they don't get that first down as easy. Right. Because remember, it was really just one first down, and then that's it mm-hmm. Um, after they run out of timeouts. There was two timeouts left. There was 228, so obviously the two-minute warning. And he reset the downs to a first and 10.
0: Right. So it'd be and harder to get the first down. It'd be harder
1: to get the first down. Now, obviously they did they were able to, but I think that got overlooked because big brain play. Yeah, it, I thought it was a big brain play. And I think if it would've really would've worked, that would have been a, a big highlight of it. Yep, yep. I, I love
0: those like little, little details from like these these very, very experienced, very smart players. It just shows you like how they, are there's a the reason why they're in the NFL. Yeah, they, they absolutely. They not only are they just physically bigger and more talented than, than us. They're smarter than us. They know the game. They breathe, eat, and sleep the game. Like yeah. this is a part of their DNA. Is football. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I love it. I love those things. But um, yeah. <clears throat> it was a tough. It was tough. It, it was like I said. It was a pretty good game. Um, I just. I it was. I didn't like it because I lost a lot of money on it, and uh, <laughs> we got to watch the Chiefs again. Yeah, I think it's more—it's becoming one of those if you can't beat them, join them things t- for me. I—I'm just like slowly morphing into like this like secondary Chiefs fan. Call me bandwagon or whatever. I just I, I like I can't take any more of this. Like I, I won money on them last year in the Super Bowl, but I've bet I've bet against them multiple times this year, and I have not. It's not gone well. Um, so yeah i don't know what else to do I, I i really don't
1: i uh you got anything else on this game it was it was a good game i guess no it was it was i, I think you got a question lamar on this one i mean and rightfully so i think i think he's been a lot of people have criticized him in the past because he hasn't gotten to this point
0: regular season lamar
1: yeah and i, I think and i think that was justified. It, uh, in a sense and maybe sometimes it wasn't but yeah now now at this point we've got enough sample size like this if there was a team that he really should have taken to the super bowl it was this one it's definitely this one i mean the defense held kansas city to zero points in the second half you've got to score something other right. than three points right
0: and i get it you you may be able to throw some of your receivers you had mark andrews back zay flowers is a beast Odell Beckham made a couple of catches. Like, you have Isaiah Likely. You, you don't really have too much of an excuse now. Mm-mm. Like, you, you, can't blame you, in the, there's, you can't blame the offensive line. You can't blame the receivers. Sure, you had Gus Edwards running the ball, but you are the running game. Um, I don't know. You can't rely on his arm. Cannot rely on his arm.
1: Yeah, I felt like he was in the pocket like five seconds too long each play. Every play. It seemed like he was just trying to, like, buy time. He was
0: trying to Patrick Mahomes it. And, yeah.
1: sorry, you're just not Patrick Mahomes. And also, like Patrick Mahomes, it by going by for the deep play instead of sometimes settling for that shorter open man.
0: I was just about to point out. I forget what point in the game it was, but Patrick Mahomes. There was a play where he was just. It was third and five, and he was running all over the back, all over the field. And he at the last, very last second, he was getting tackled. and He dumped it off for five yards to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and it was it was a first, a very very critical first down in the second half that they needed. Um, <clears throat> I think it was part of, the, part of the drive that iced the game, but don't quote me on that. I can't remember. I just remember him like just running around for like 15 seconds in the backfield, finally dumping it off instead of trying to do the deep ball like he wanted to. Yep. So. yep. But, yeah. You got anything else on this one? Congratulations, Chiefs. Um, let's see. Let's get to the 49ers-Lions. This might be the worst way to lose the NFC Championship game of all time. <laughs> this might be the worst. Like you if you're a Detroit Lions fan after the first half, you are feeling like you can conquer the world. Like you are on top of everything. You are the sun. Basically, you are an entire galaxy. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And then you have the third quarter. Yep. Third quarter. Not, not great. Not great. Um but let's let's actually let's let's, let's talk about the first half. Jamison Williams is so fucking fast. He had that run where he just basically was trying to get, was getting tackled the whole time, and and he just kept kept powering through, and then speed took over.
1: Yeah, he just kept outrunning every the they, tackles. Exactly.
0: He's like he's just too fucking he's too fucking fast. Um, they Jared Goff looked great. Like they they're fucking Jam Gibbs played well. David Montgomery was running the ball well. Like it was just a, you were they were clicking on all cylinders. They looked like a well oiled machine. And then something happened the second half. Something happened. I know Dan Campbell made a couple of bonehead calls. Um, probably should have kicked the
1: field goal um, at one point. I th- I will say this: I broke down the different the two fourth downs that they were talking about, and as far as kicking the field goal. And actually, some people argue that there was three, but. I think that that last drive was you have to score a touchdown on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you got to. But the, I have another issue with that play. But the two fourth downs that most people were talking about, so there was fourth and two mm-hmm. at the 28-yard line. Score was 24-10. Third quarter, seven minutes left in the third quarter. And it ended up being an incomplete pass to Josh Reynolds, who should have had it. It was in his uh, he, hands. He dropped it. He dropped it. But I was okay with that fourth down going for it. I thought I thought that there was a lot of momentum uh, still on their side. I didn't think that there had been that much momentum shift in the game. I, I think that would have been a good time to really put the game put the game away, as if they would have scored that touchdown. Also, Dan Campbell's been aggressive all year. He's been aggressive all year, and, and it's fourth and two. I mean, as far as analytics go, that's a pretty high odds as far as converting that type of fourth and uh, fourth down. Now. The second fourth down, fourth down and three, sort of the same um, distance-wise and yard lines. Uh, it was a 30-yard line. Score was 24-27. Fourth quarter, in the in the game. Incomplete pass to uh, Amon Ron St. Brown. Really bad pass. Jared Goff was running out of the pocket, threw across his body. I thought that was a bad fourth down. That's the one I'm um- – that's the one I was talking about. That's that's the one you've got to kick the you've got to make it a twenty seven twenty seven ball game, mm-hmm. especially with the momentum that they had generated. I mean, just from those two fourth downs, that was seventeen points unanswered by San Fran. Right. You gotta you gotta take those points. So that was my that's my breakdown on both <clears> of <throat> those.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you can't really like you can blame Dan Campbell all you want, but. He took Detroit to the NFC Championship game. Oh yeah, how, how many other teams can say that? One. That's it. Yeah, that's it. The, all the the other um, the other what? 14 teams. You can suck it. <laughs> like you can you can't say anything. So like it, it's. I, and I'm glad Ben Johnson's staying. I'm glad they're going to try and run it back next year. Um, they'll probably keep all the same guys. Like I I, I think it's good. Um, it, it, the lions need another shot even though dan campbell did say afterwards he said this might have been our only shot i don't know what I, I don't know if that was emotions talking
1: i don't know if um i think that was statistics statistics talking i i think so because like if you think about it that's a lot of people's chances like think about how good that atlanta falcons team was in 2015 2016 2016 and have never even gotten close to that same point since. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of it, it, it's – Yeah, but
0: it, I, I don't think that was the problem. I think it's – you don't don't say that. <laughs> even if it is a possibility, just you don't have to say that.
1: Yeah, uh, it's I, – I yeah, I, I guess from a coaching standpoint, yeah, you're right. And like a team morale, you're technically correct. You don't have to say that, but – The – yeah, yeah.
0: The, the San Francisco 49ers, we got to talk about this. They got some lucky breaks. They got some lucky breaks. The uh, the Brandon Ayoub catch off the face mask was uh, – that's tough if you're a Lions fan.
1: <laughs> that's real tough.
0: That's pretty fucking tough if you're a Lions fan.
1: Because it wasn't one of those things that it was like the last minute could have been an interception. Like that – you could tell whenever – when the receiver and the defender come on screen – you were like, Oh, that's going right to the defender. Right. Yeah.
0: No, that should have been an exception. I uh I was also thinking, like, is this is, is this like for if you're a Detroit fan, are you are you like I, I wouldn't say happy about the season, but you kinda gotta be proud. Or is this like this is like the most Detroit way to lose a fucking NFC championship game?
1: No, I I think you're proud. This is the most Detroit way of losing an <laughs> NFC championship game though.
0: Like for real, man, if if there was a way Detroit could lose an NFC championship game, this would probably be it. I guess it I mean you aren't on, wrong. I guess if you're a it depends on if you're a glass half full, glass half empty type of person, but I was thinking about that. I was like, man, that that this might be the the most Detroit way of losing this championship game. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. You have something to look forward to next year, because like I said, Ben Johnson's still saying, Dan Campbell's coming back. You're going to have everybody come back. You might have to pay Jared Goff. I think that they, they, they're going to have to pay Jared Goff. That might be an issue, but I think you're going to have Lamont Ross St. Brown. I'm in Ross St. Brown. You're going to have Jameson Williams. You're going to have Laporta. Laporta's on his rookie contract. I think you'll still have J- Jameer Gibbs, rookie uh, David Montgomery. He might go somewhere, but you still have, you have Jameer Gibbs. Yep, like yep. he's a, he's a fucking monster. I don't know why they didn't use him. He did have a bad fumble. So he really, had it. That was a bad. fumble. That was a really bad fumble. Um,
1: because they San Fran was already getting momentum, score scoring up to seventeen at that point, and then they just got the ball back, which was able to tie it. Um, at that point, that was huge.
0: Yep, yep, that was bad. Um. Brock Brock Purdy, we got to give credit to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy played well in the second half. I did not think he would be able to lead. A system quarterback can't lead a comeback like that in the second half.
1: No, no. Actually, he did probably what Lamar Jackson should have done. Yeah. It it was start running when the pocket broke down. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we're not telling Lamar Jackson not to stop not to stop running. We're just I think the critics were just trying to see him be more of a passer, which he he developed a little bit more so, but you know, going back to Brock Purdy, that man he will stand in the pocket, but then in the second half he actually started really, you know, break, you know, breaking down when the defense broke down was getting elusive and getting some key key first downs. I know, yeah, yeah. He really was, um,
0: because we were talking about that last game, um, when they were playing the uh, Jesus. Why can't I think of who they played? The 49ers played the um, last week. Um, I'm blanking on it. In the, in it the it division too. round, they played Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. So they played Green Bay, and he was like we were talking. We he stood around the pocket for for what seemed like hours. Yeah. And then this one, he—I don't know. Maybe somebody told. Maybe Kyle Shanahan was like, "Hey, listen, if it ain't there, go." You yeah. know, because that, that that sounds like something a coach would say,
1: right? I felt I'm like not
0: a—I'm not—I'm not like a locker room guy, but it seems like that's what some something he would say.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that was halftime adjustments too, because right. that's when Brock Purdy started making all those runs. I don't—I—I I think 46 of his 51 yards was in the uh, second half.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's probably right. Kyle Shanahan was just like, "Hey, bud." If you don't see it man, go. Just they, go.
1: They were probably like, "Hey, look, you don't have a QB spy. No one's looking at you. The defense is playing man. Like just go."
0: Yes, go. Which it worked out. Um Let's see. Last thing I had on this was uh dude, they need to make it a little little bit easier to to get an onside kick. It's it's ba- basically impossible. It's yeah. impossible to get an onside kick. Like what what are they supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't like how they're. I get it. They're trying to make it safer. Blah blah blah. Don't make NFL safer. Stop. Let's stop making it safer. I don't like it. It's actually. I think it's it's having the opposite effect because the more the NFL is becoming safer, the more injuries we have. Yep. So stop. Just let us play fucking football.
1: <laughs> Just let the boys play. Let the
0: boys fucking taunt. Let's go. <laughs> this is fucking football. This is gladiator shit. At least we're not killing each other. Like the, the fucking Romans did back in the day. That was sport. That was sport back in the fucking Middle Ages. Not Middle Ages. The Roman times. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they call that. Um, but yeah, let the boys play.
1: Yeah. get Make an onside kick a little more possible. Yeah, because then that uh, honestly eliminates the fact that, and teams are doing this now a lot more so, is they're saving all of their timeouts for the end. Right. Right. They're saving their timeouts, and they have. that's the thing. They have to. They can't rely on the onside kick anymore to be like maybe some backup plan or last-minute plan. It's literally you have to save all the timeouts, which unfortunately Detroit failed to do, which I thought this was the biggest coaching blunder. If there was any big error or big coaching mistake, I thought this one was it because they at least had a chance to keep themselves in the game in third and one with the clock stopped they decided to run it to run it, and had to take a timeout, and because of it, yeah, I, you throw the ball, they throw it. You throw the ball. If you don't get it, I mean, I'm I'm all for I'm like I'm all for scoring a touchdown on that play. There was some people that were like, once they got to the red zone, they should have kicked a field goal to save time. And I was like, no, no. If you're in the red zone, you try to score because you sc- yeah. unless you get to fourth down because you just don't know if you're even going to be able to get to uh, have another touchdown but yes you you pass on that play if you don't make it then you kick a field goal then you got three timeouts and you still have time on the clock to go try to get a touchdown or if you score a touchdown that play then you got three timeouts to try to stop them and then kick a field goal which is even more high, high probability yeah you could that's yeah you're absolutely right it was a uh, it wasn't Dan
0: Campbell's finest game no. Let's, let's put it that way. It wasn't his finest game. Um, but, again, they the, the Lions made it to the NFC Championship game, something that uh, 14 other teams can't say. That's true. So, are you got anything else on this? That's about it. All right, uh right. Let's get to other NFL news. We had a couple of coaching hires. Um, first and foremost, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. Uh, congratulations, Chargers. You will be in the AFC Championship game in two years.
1: In two years, yeah, yeah. I think they'll make it to the AFC Championship game in two years, yeah. I, but I think you're thinking that's going to be the same roster as what no, we see. He's going right to have now. Justin Herbert. That's it.
0: I mean, he will, yes, yeah. That's all I'm worried about. Okay, yeah. So I think he's going to have Justin Herbert. I don't think he's going to have Austin Eckler. I don't think he's going to have Keenan Allen. I know they're like they're, they're going to go through some roster changes, but I think that Jim Harbaugh during their rebuild next year will get to the playoffs. Possibly make it past wild card weekend, super wild card weekend, into the divisional round. And then the year after that, that's when he makes the step up and he get beat, he wins in the divisional round and goes to the, to the AFC
1: Championship game. So not only Jim Harbaugh, but you also are doing some Justin Herbert glazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, we're using glazing now. Yeah, glazing's a, Gla- apparently a thing. Is that
0: a thing now? I'm, yeah. I'm too old for this shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm glazing. Uh, what does glazing mean? Uh, kind of like just overexcited, just like kind of metaphorically sucking their dick. I was about to say, it sounds like a dick-sucking thing. <laughs> it's a dick-sucking thing. Okay, all right, cool. go. <laughs> all
0: right. I'm not going to go into any more detail. Um. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm...
1: I'm I'm glazing the fuck out of the Chargers, dude. Glazing so hard. I see that. But no, I, I just think, I mean, they're $45 million over the cap right now. There's going to be a high turnover because Jim Harbaugh is going to want to have his players come in there. Not saying that they won't have success. I think it's going to be a little further than two years out. Okay. That's
0: fine. That's fine. Um,
1: But, I mean, if you're a Chargers fan, well, all, you know,
0: 45 of you. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's being generous. That's being generous. Okay, but... so they have 32 fans. All 32 of you are excited as fuck. You know this, right? Yes. Also, you actually know 45 because they might have some bandwagoners from Michigan. Yes, I yes. think they'll have some bandwagoners. So we'll, we'll say 45. 45 yeah. fans. Um, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll be great. But it'll be great. And I'm sure it's a, there'll be a couple of San Diego fans that still like them.
1: Or maybe like kind of turn back to them be... Yeah. You know, just like, hey, okay, I'll check them out now that they got Jim Harbaugh. Right. Like, I wish that would have happened whenever they were still a San Diego team, but at the same time.
0: They got Phillip Rivers for a while. And they had Norv Turner. And they had LaDainian Tomlinson. Yep. Antonio Gates. Dude, Sean Merriman, they had fucking badass players to watch. Yeah. They they have nothing to complain about. They had Lorenzo Neal, the best fucking fullback of all time. Come on. Come on, dude. Y'all had the fucking GOAT team. Anyways, um, let's see other ones. The who, who else? Um, Carolina right. hired um Dave Canales. Canales. I uh, okay. Cool. I, I'm I'm okay with that. We're gonna beat we're gonna beat the piss out of Carolina every fucking year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I was not a surprise. It was not a big name for Carolina. That made complete sense because nobody's oh, gonna want to go play with no, her. David Tepper. Fuck no.
0: He's so. got to, he, Tepper's got to start all over again.
1: Yeah. I, I, like, he's, they're probably, people were f- in fear of probably during the interview process of getting a drink spilled on by him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were,
0: that's what they were scoping out was what did, was he drinking anything in the interview?
1: Yeah. Like with an open
0: cup. Yeah. Maybe with like, like, you know, they wanted to get out of the, trajectory of
1: him being able to fling something on him yeah he probably you know what I'm, I'm sure like if I was in an interview like and I saw him with an open cup I'd be like can you change that to a bottle please right
0: or or like I would pretend like I was afraid of COVID and want like a plastic screen Ooh, there you go put a plastic sh- screen up because I think David Tepper you know he'd be sharing and spilling drinks everywhere he might have the cocoa yes yeah so that, that that's probably what happened
1: man. maybe come with your own chair that comes with this screen yeah Milton. oh just
0: flip it out yeah. You know, like one of those uh, lawn chairs that but except it flips out with a with the screen protector. Yeah. Yep. Not a screen protector, a protector for your face. Yeah. That's probably what it was. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um that's how you interview with David Tepper. But yeah, I uh, I'm not worried. I don't care. I I really don't care. I don't really know much about him, and I don't care, Uh, other than he was Tampa Bay's uh, offensive coordinator.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really strike fear. He was only the offensive coordinator one year. Before that, he was Seattle's quarterback coach. Um, Just not a lot of experience, but like I said, again, don't really see this being – I did not see this being a uh, big-time head coaching gig for any big names out there.
0: Also, he's inheriting Bryce Young, so – tough.
1: I'm a little bit more of a fan on Bryce Young, but I'm that's not. neither here nor there. Nobody likes Bryce Young.
0: Anyways, um, let's see. We had Raheem Morris uh,
1: getting hired as the Atlanta coach.
0: Again, cool. I'm not scared.
1: Yeah, I've, both of these hires did not Advance very far off from the NFC South. Like Dave, uh, like we said, Dave Canales was basically the OC for Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. And then Raheem Morris. He's been in the NFC South for years. Years. So (laughs) basically, when um, he was the Tampa Bay coach for like 2011 to 2013, didn't do. Terrible. See,
0: but I, I completely forgot
1: about that. Yeah, he, I think he was like one of the youngest head coaches too at that time. Mm-hmm. Whenever he got hired, so I, obviously I get it. You know, he's grown up a little bit and matured a little bit. Had the you know was under the tutelage of Sean McVay. Um, got the Rams' defense turned around pretty well. So obviously he's he's due for another head coaching job. But then he, also he was the interim coach when Dan came, uh, Dan Quinn, Quinn was fired. For going zero and five at the start of the season, he I finished up that. the season four and seven. Didn't get the head coaching job. That so. was
0: crazy. I can, I still can't believe. Like I I remember that. Like Dan Quinn went to the Super Bowl and then what was it? Like two years later was started zero and five or something like that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that is insane. The coaching turnover is is it, it's insane. It's it's it's, it's I, I I can't comprehend it in the NFL now. Like it's it's becoming like a fucking um car dealership now. Like you you're just like employees in, employees out. Yep. Employees in, oh you don't do well, you don't meet quota. Like the quota is so fucking stringent and, and strict now. Like you if you don't win a certain amount if you don't win
1: double digit games, you're you're done. You're yep.
0: you're toast. Fuck you. Like shit. This is insane.
1: It's almost as if like Bill Belichick and Andy Reid have ruined it for everybody. Ruined else. it. Ruined it. Um I mean hell they were trying to get rid of Nick Sirianni and he had just been to a Super Bowl.
0: I uh, that one well yeah that that's but Philly's Philly, Philly fans are fucking toxic. Yeah. I'm am I'm, I'm done calling them crazy. I'm done calling them whatever. They're fucking toxic. They are like the toxic fucking girlfriend or boyfriend. They just basically they attract everything they don't want. Like since Doug Peterson they have just been it, it, it's it's been absolutely ridiculous their demands They're, they' they they and it doesn't matter if it's the fucking eagles it's the the fucking 76ers the Phillies the Flyers the fucking Philly fans are toxic that's it that's just the, that's the only way I'm gonna describe them from here on out y'all are toxic as fuck um but yeah let's see we still have Seattle and Washington coaching vacancies. Um, ben Johnson is apparently staying in Detroit. Which is good because Eminem had a diss track already uh, being, starting to being written. Okay. Yeah, Eminem was about to diss the fuck out of Ben
1: Johnson. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He Just he, because he was leaving? Yeah, yeah he, uh, uh, yeah.
0: he was like, once once Ben Johnson said he was staying, Eminem was like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm going to stop writing my diss track now. I was in the middle of it.
1: Okay, so maybe he just changes the lyrics up to criticize him for running it on third and one at the goal line? Yeah, but was that him or Dan Campbell? I uh, I don't know. He's the offensive coordinator. He's
0: the offensive coordinator. That's true. He could yeah. I guess he could switch up the lyrics. But
1: yeah. Um. And then Bobby Slovic for Houston is staying as well. Yep. Yep. He was a hot name as an offensive he, he coordinator was, for the head coach.
0: Name. Um. Why Why doesn't the Commanders just hire Eric Bieniemy? What's up with that? He, is he just like the the perpetual coordinator? Like, he just won't ever get a head coaching job. I
1: guess not. I mean, th- this was supposed <laughs> to be his time to, like...
0: That's what I, I thought his time was
1: after the Chiefs. I mean, he well, <laughs> because he, yeah, he went to Washington to prove himself. I guess he doesn't have enough sample size. And plus, I mean, the Washington, the Washington Commanders offense, let's be real, like, Scary Terry's good. But there's not, like, a lot that poses, like, a big threat from that offense. And I, I mean... Let's also on the contrast on that side, Sam Howe was leading the NFL in passing yards for most of the season. I don't know
0: about most of the season, it was like a good bit of the season. He was, he was for the first half of the season, he was really good.
1: Yeah, he was really good. So, I mean, to your point, like that for your argument. I mean that should warrant a little bit like of a head coaching position like he's I he' proved himself in two different places. I don't think he wants it. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I
0: think he's completely content. Just Maybe being... the media
1: is just like pushing him and he's just like no like I' like fuck off like I, I keep interviewing and like I, I tell him that I don't want it <laughs>
0: yeah like I, I I think he's just he see he sees the coaching carousel every
1: single year and he's like I want no part of this shit. I think that's what Ben Johnson and Bobby Slovak did because there was plenty of jobs to choose from and both of them were just like no fuck that. I mean, well both of them are in like pretty damn good
0: systems like if you're a Houston Texan you're excited as fuck next year same you're with the Detroit Lions. Yes. So like you're you're in a pretty good. I think they're starting to see that like the NFL head coaching job it, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. It's exactly. Not, like you can get fired in one season. We have seen that happen in l- you we we have seen a coach get fired in less than 15 games. Yeah. In one season. Like we, Urban Meyer got fired after 14 games.
1: He did put his fingers in some girl's booty hole
0: and he kicked his kicker. And he is kind of a piece of shit. But 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 the, my my point is like the head coaching jobs in the NFL, they're not what they used to be. Like they, it's almost like it's a, it's some people, some guys are just start starting to know their role. They they're just they're a coordinator. They're not. They don't want to be. And honestly, I don't blame them. The head coach gets so much of the fuck. It's so much heat. So much heat. So, anyways, you got anything else, bro? We That's got, about we, it. We uh we went on a little tangent there on NFL. <laughs> uh, let's get. <clears throat> I just wanna I want to touch on this little uh nugget of college football. Um, so our boy uh Keyshawn Butte um. He's he's one of us. He he loves gambling.
1: Yeah, but maybe not exactly like one of us. He's just not very good at doing it.
0: Well, or no, 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 being
1: discreet. Yeah, oh, he's not
0: okay. Yeah, he had a dumb dumb. He he kind of went. It was a little dumb dumb. Um, so the uh story <clears throat> is, Keyshawn Butte when he was at LSU he was under twenty one, um, and he was using the alias account to get around the age requirements okay so he had placed more than 8,900 bets before he turned 21 Jeez. he used the name kayla fortenberry kayla fortenberry i like the i like going as i i i I like the name i just don't like and then and the girls might get mad at me on this one i don't like how it was a, a female name I think it should have been a, a male name that wasn't the same letter as what your name starts with. I think you should have done like Jason or something. Okay. Jason Fortenberry, that would have been that would have been better. Um his username, his username was kishanbute Butte01. <laughs> What are you doing?
1: (laughs) When I saw that, I literally thought of the Shaq meme whenever he's standing behind like a skinny-ass tree. And you clearly can see it's Shaq, but he's trying to hide behind it. Yes, that's exactly what that username screams. Yes. (laughs) You
0: are Shaq trying to stand behind a fucking skinny tree to hide. That's dumb. So, what happened was when he was in... The, in, in Foxborough at the Patriots, apparently they don't have <clears throat> the sportsbook apps. It's not legal there yet. So, he recreated a new account using the username KeyshawnBootay07. And he used the exact same debit card for this new account as he did the old account.
1: Jeez, I'm Pete.
0: And it was flagged, and the FBI looked into it and found that it was the same fucking per. It was Keyshawn Boutte that had placed eight thousand nine over eight thousand nine hundred bets before the age of twenty one. He bet. He bet a grand. He de- deposited a grand total of one hundred and thirty two thousand dollars one hundred one hundred thirty two thousand four one hundred forty seven dollars. And one, up to up to five hundred and fifty-six thousand two hundred and sixty-seven dollars. That was his. That was his, his total. His max. He ended up withdrawing fifty thousand two hundred and eighty-two. This man gambles. This man is is addicted to gambling.
1: He's addicted to gambling. One
0: eight hundred gambler. Like he he has a he has some problems. But I mean, I can relate. I got pro. I got these problems. He had
1: quite a bit of problems at LSU. Um, he, he did. He did. He, yeah. I mean, what he had. I think he got a couple of girls pregnant during that time. Well, he.
0: When you have like a record
1: record breaking freshman year, you
0: know that that just happened.
1: No, I I get that. That actually, I mean, that was the least of it. He also apparently there was that scandal. Um, allegedly, allegedly during the. Uh, bowl game, not last year, but the year before where him and quite a few other assistant coaches, um, ended oh, yeah. up going, going to town on sex this party yeah, right? for the, on that one student or one athletic assistant. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So alleged, allegedly, allegedly, let's, let's point it. Allegedly. Allegedly. But it
0: was, it was at a sex party, I think.
1: Yeah. I yeah, think that's I, what it was called. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was, um, yeah. But I feel like there could be a docu series on him alone. Yeah, I agree. It, during his time at LSU.
0: And the fact that he was this was before NIL deals and he was he had $132,000 to just deposit into these accounts <laughs> and bet over 8,900 times.
1: Also, did you see, look into the what bets he actually made?
0: No, I did not.
1: So, I didn't get the description on all of them, but he actually did bet on LSU games, too.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw he did have some bets on LSU. I think it was six bets, though. Yeah.
1: And which, honestly, I was like, you know what? When I first looked at it, I was like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Because he stunk his last year at LSU. Um, it was Brian Kelly's first year. Right. And I thought, I was just like, man, like that was a terrible year. And I was like, oh, He was trying to throw the games. Well, this was his first bet on the Florida State game. First game of the season. He bet... Eighty plus yards in himself and himself scoring a touchdown, that game and he did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I think he had fifteen yards and yeah. one catch. Hmm. I was like, okay, well, I get you bet on yourself, but come on, you got to at least produce. Yeah, do something. Like that's just kind of insult to injury. Like at you this point.
0: and you and here's the thing, you knew the game plan going into this. Yes. Like <laughs> you, you kind of dumb, ain't you? You ain't the smartest person, huh? <laughs> well, clearly. Yeah. Couple of girls pregnant. Same year. Whew. That's impressive. That's imp- you got some swimmers there, bro. You got some swimmers. Guys, some swimmers. But I thought that was fun. I uh, like he's just he's he's I mean he's basically what I would be if I had a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. So I can't really blame him. Um anyways you got anything else on college football? That's a little nugget I had. That's about it. Alright, NBA. Um Doc Rivers to the Bucks. It seemed like that was his plan all along. Hire the worst fucking coach, a coach that cannot coach defense. Hire the worst coach that nobody likes. It is impressive to get fired with a team that has the record that Milwaukee Bucks have.
1: Yeah, it is
0: impressive.
1: They were thirty and thirteen. Thirty when and thirteen. When you got fired.
0: That is impressive. Like you have to be the world's worst coach to get fired. Look. All you had to do was, what, what is it, what's the word, glaze?
1: Yeah, glaze. All you got
0: to do is glaze the fuck out of Giannis. Yeah. That is it. That's all you got to do at Milwaukee. Glaze Giannis, and boom, that's done.
1: Yeah, well, that was the opposite of what happened. Uh, him and Giannis went to town. Because I, I had to take a look into it. I was like, I was like, this just seems way too bizarre. bizarre. And, yeah, there was quite a bit of things, but... I think there was about nine different events that this one article um, keyed upon, and like I want to say seven or eight of them were Giannis based. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Just like disputes between him and Giannis. I think there was like Giannis after one game was talking to another assistant, going over plays uh, like in front of a live camera, like trying like on what they probably should have done. Um, I think one coach actually left at the beginning of the season because he already had tension, and he was apparently like a long term uh, or a long time offensive genius that kind of ran the more the offensive plays, and just left at the two weeks before the season started because they got into like some arguments and such. So it just wasn't a good situation.
0: Like, how how have you been around the NBA this long? Like the new age NBA. With like and by new age, I mean like the LeBron era NBA, and not realize that NBA coaches are not like the Phil Jackson types anymore. Like they're not, they're not the Pat Rileys anymore. They're they're the Ty Ty loose. Okay, you 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 have to buddy buddy with the star on your team. Yep. that's just it's it's that simple. And you get you get in conflicts with the fucking best arguably the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis is a fucking freak. I know we call him the Greek freak but like he is. He really is. He's in and you're going to you're going to what? What? All you have to do is get along with Giannis. It's that easy. What are you doing?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. And honestly because at first my my initial reaction was like is is it just because they can't play defense? Well, um, da- Damian Lillard can't He couldn't guard you. He couldn't guard me or you. I mean, that's true. But at the same time, also, no other NBA defenses can guard anybody right now. It's like everybody's scoring everything. So
0: it's impossible. Yeah.
1: So that's why I figured. I was like, well, why fire him? Because of that? Because nobody else is doing playing defense. Well, okay.
0: We'll 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 get to that. I got I got a whole (laughs) section on that later on. Okay. Um. But yeah, I had to touch on that. Um. Yeah. He's he's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Just get along with Giannis and you're good. Although I do think this was all Doc Rivers doing because he wants to try and win another championship. He's gonna fuck that one up too. Um, let's see. The Pelicans sucked. Now I did. I mean, we, we we called it. We said it was gonna be a gauntlet at the end a, of January. It was a tough stretch. It is. I I wanted to get at least one win. We're two and five in the last seven. Like we we needed to. I we got we beat the Jazz. Um, we beat the Mavericks and we beat who the who else would beat we beat the Suns or no we looked no, bad. We, we, we lost we to lost the, the Suns, Suns.
1: Uh, it was just Yeah, <sighs> we just lo- just have a three game losing streak to the Celtics Bucks and I, I know
0: we and we should have beat the fucking Celtics that game was though again the Pelicans would have maybe Three losses if the third quarter didn't exist.
1: <laughs> That's so true.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, oh, we beat we beat Charlotte. Big whoop.
1: Yeah, I I think that was like one of my big things takeaways, especially at the end of this month. Is we, we got to beat the better teams.
0: We we're doing we're doing what we're supposed to do against the shit teams. We got to beat the better teams. We got we got beat by the Bucks. We got beat by the Bucks. Good. We got beat by the Suns. Like it. We did not look good. We, I mean, like we looked good in the first half against the Celtics. We looked at we we looked really good against the first half against the Celtics. We and we kind of hung around. I don't. Yeah, we we, we played really poorly in against OKC. Okay, I am, I am out on Willie Green. I think he's not a good he's not a good coach. He's a players' coach, which is good. It's good, but there's sometimes he'll make substitutions that are you're just like why are you doing this. He has, I don't like my coach to have a deer-in-the-headlights look. Unless you're Ty Lue and you have LeBron James. That's the only time you get a deer-in-the-headlights headlights look. Ty Lue might have the most captivating deer-in-the-headlights look of all time.
1: Well, I was about to say, I think that's just his natural look.
0: <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing. That's why he just relies on LeBron. And he's a perfect example of, dude, just buddy-buddy with your superstar. Just be buddy-buddy with. The best player on your team, and you'll be fine. Ty Lue, perfect example of that.
1: Well, I mean, now he's at he's at Clippers right now. I mean, he does the same thing with uh, all the stars over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got Paul George. He's, he's got the, Russell Westbrook. He's, Kawhi he's, Leonard. He's kind of a glue guy almost. Yeah. Just be a glue guy. That's what
0: that's what the NBA teams. That's what the NBA wants these days. Like, I love Tom Thibodeau, but, like, he's not going to work. He's not going to work. He's going to, he's, he's, the Knicks are going to get beat in the second or third round of the NBA playoffs just because you don't have that, that superstar that you need to win in the NBA these days. He's got, like, a Villanova team. Like, it, 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 it like, you remember, um, last time Villanova won the championship? That was just Jay Williams's, it was Jay Williams, right? Yeah. Um, that was his final season. He had the team playing like a fucking unit. He didn't have like this big budding superstar that was taking all the points. He that whole team played like a unit. That's basically what the Knicks are playing like. It's it, it like they have Julius Randle that goes off. Jalen Brunson's obviously aver- averaging over thirty points a game. Yeah, I get it. But they got Enonobi that's playing playing very well. Hartenstein's playing very well. Quickly's playing very well. Like
1: they I got- think Brunson was on that team.
0: On the yeah the Villanova team, Villanova team. I think Josh Hart was too, right? Or, Josh Hart was yeah, too. Yeah, Josh Hart was too. And but they're, uh, what I'm saying, like they were, they're just playing like a unit. And I don't, unfortunately, I love that. Uh, like I love that style of basketball. That's why I love college basketball so much. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work in the NBA. You need a Giannis. You need a Jokic. You need a LeBron. You need a fucking Steph Curry. You need a KD. Like you gotta have those guys.
1: Yeah, gone are the days of the Detroit Pistons. Whenever you could have a Chauncey Billups. Yes. Uh, you know Ben Wallace, Tayshaun Rash- Prince, Rashad Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Rip Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I love that. It fucking- was like none of those were like superstars in the league. They were really good stars in the league, but they just none of them, like you said, were superstars in the league.
0: Yeah, dude. I I love that team. That was that's probably that might be one of my favorites. NBA teams of all time, of course. But anyways, um, let's see. Um, Luca, Luca, yeah. Let's get to you, Luca. Um, Luca Doncic, seventy-three point game, stole Devin Booker's Thunder. Love it because the Suns actually lost to the Pacers that day. The so, Luca Doncic scored seventy-three on the same day that Devin Booker scored what sixty? Uh, sixty-two. Sixty-two. The difference is the Mavericks were playing to win that game. They were just using utilizing Luka like he was supposed to. The Suns just kept trying to feed Devin Booker the ball so that he could score 70 80 points. That's the difference. And they the Suns lost and the Mavericks won. Like I I am out. I'm out on these the, these guys scoring seventy plus points. Like, sure, it's kind of impressive. Yes, I get it. But if you're putting up a sixty burger, seventy burger, I don't. It, it's not. It's not impressive to me anymore. Like the defense, the guys can't play defense in the NBA. They they literally can't get in your space, in your personal space, without getting a foul called. It's it, it's not as impressive. If someone scored over eighty one points in today's NBA, I would still say I would still regard Kobe Bryant as more impressive.
1: Oh, absolutely. It, it'
0: way more impressive. I think Kobe Bryant's eighty one points is more impressive than Wilt Chamberlain's hundred. I, 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 I I'll, I'll even go there. I'll go
1: there. I think. I mean there's an argument. Yeah, made. I think Kobe
0: Bryant's eighty one point game is the most impressive scoring performance in an NBA game in history. I, I firmly, firmly believe that. And on, I, like, I just, I, I'm like nowadays, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on these seventy. Like, congrats, Luca. It was impressive. You scored seventy three. I'm not the, like it, it's like all right whatever dude. Think like, these guys are like Joel Embiid scored put up over 60 points the other day. Put 70. 70. Yeah, like it it's, it's just happening too often now because they they can't play defense in the NBA.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the average score seems to be higher you know this year as well. Dude, so, like, like,
0: the over-unders are at like 240 plus points every single game.
1: Yeah. Because the, the argument would have to be made is this: is like whether like the players are just better nowadays, like just overall talent-wise is better, or is there a lack of defense? But if you look across the board, all the teams are scoring way more points than they typically do, which honestly, that, that means other players besides superstars are scoring more points than they typically do. So, it has to be something with the defense.
0: I uh, and yes, they, um, well, they have. The, it's it's. There's a fact. It's a fact. They've 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 changed the rules. Like the rules have changed. They have changed in the last twenty years drastically. Sometimes, like you can't even like if somebody's shooting beyond the perimeter, you pretty much can't get within like three feet of them. Mm-hmm. Or else you'll be like, oh, they're stepping on their ankle or something like that. Like you, you like impeding their shooting or their landing. Exactly. Like I like I. Again, it it goes back to like keeping the game, keeping the the players safe and blah blah blah. But we have more injuries now than we've ever had. Like, wake up, people! Just because you're trying to make it safer doesn't mean it's actually going to affect the players the way you want it to. I think you like iron sharpens iron. You need to it, it, you need to practice and play tough in order to be tough. That's yep. just how it works. That's how the human body works. It just it, it does. I don't know what else. I don't know how else to say it.
1: But, yeah, uh, we got off on a little bit of a tangent. Um, no, it's fine. I mean, it, honestly, I like the point that you were making as far as obviously it's a little watered down now because of the like each of the high-scoring games. It's it just, you're right. It just doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel the same. It but doesn't. I will, but I will say for your argument that Luca's 73-point game was probably the most impressive. Was I actually broke down the numbers on this as well. Luca was twenty five of thirty three from the field goal. Um, he was eight of thirteen from three point, fifteen to sixteen free throws, ten rebounds, and seven assists. Quite impressive. Like he was still being active on the offensive scheme. Just he was the center focal point. Devin Booker's sixty two point game, twenty two of uh, thirty seven field goal, six of twelve for three point, twelve of thirteen free throws, five rebounds, four assists. I know he doesn't really get a lot of rebounds, but I don't know they. It, he still, can... still attempted more field goals. He was more of the more they were trying to force it to him. Right, and again, like thank you. You just you you kind of proved my point there.
0: The Mavericks were out to win the game. The Suns were out to to pad stats.
1: Yeah, and it. then Joel and twenty four of forty one, one of two three point twenty uh, one of twenty three for free throw. That's kind of impressive for a big man. That is impressive. Twenty
0: one for twenty three. Like, uh, there's not many people in the world that can do that.
1: Yeah. And then uh eighteen rebounds and five assists. I, I thought that was more impressive than Devin Booker's for sure. <sighs> I agree. But 100%. Luke Luca's seventy three. That's yeah, that's something. Again, that I'm like I said, I'm, I'm
0: impressed by that and it just it, it like hurts me almost that I'm I'm like it's watered down like this because that was an impressive seventy three point game, but it's just like Yeah, all right, we've already had a seventy point game. We had a sixty two point game that day. We I mean, had a 60-point game before that.
1: I, I was about to say Giannis had a 60-point game. Yeah, like, or we, 64.
0: It's just like we, we're getting these now, like, it, remember back in the day, like, a, if someone got 40 or 50 points, that was impressive. Yes. Like, the fact that Michael Jordan was averaging 30 points a game was was uber impressive. Yep. Nowadays, it's like, oh, yeah, you got a 50-point 50, 50 game. Okay, that's, yeah, that's a Wednesday for some people.
1: Yeah, and that's, what was it, I... I feel like Kobe's 81-point game was, like, 81% of the points, whereas now it's, like, the score was, like, 150. Correct. So, like, it wasn't even close to that right. same percentage. Right. Correct, yeah.
0: It was more like 60%, 50 to 60% versus 81%. You're right. Um, but, yeah. You got anything else on the NBA? That's about it. All right. One little nugget. Uh, center wins the Australian Open. Janik. Janik. Janik? I don't Janik. know. How, he's an Italian redhead. Uh, that's weird to me. It's probably Yannick. Yannick. Yannick Sinner. Uh, this guy had a fucking run. This is good because he's a young guy. He's 24 years old. He beat Djokovic in the semifinals and he beat Medvedev, two of the best fucking tennis players in the world right now. And he he beat he beat him. Um, he's hot right now. He's hot. He's hot. It's, it's not just his hair. It's yeah. It's it's awesome. I I was watching some of his. Uh, he he beat Medvedev in five sets. So he. Started off hot. No, no, no. Medvedev won the first two sets. He came back and won the final three sets. Shh. And um, yeah. <clears throat> and he beat Djokovic the, the round before. So, I like it. We got some new young budding tennis stars that are coming in. Alcatraz, Alcarez is still. Uh, he's he's he was he, he got knocked out in the quarterfinals or the round before that, I think. But you know, he's young. He's he's still good. Well, uh, I don't know. Tennis is in good hands, I think.
1: I was about to say, I feel like sports in general is just turning a page. Yeah. Like, everybody is, like, turning a page. Like, well, who we used to saw early 2000s, 2010s? Like, everything's kind of turning a page.
0: Football's definitely turning a page. Well, I think the page is already turned to football. Like, we got Mahomes and Allen and Herbert and everybody, and Lamar, everybody now. We got these guys. And then, like, the basketball's already turned their page. Tennis— uh, we got new guys in baseball, like Bryce Harper and all them. So we I think we're pretty good. We go, we got another good five years, and then we'll see what happens then. <laughs> of course, Tom. You got anything else? Ah, that's about it. Alrighty, we will uh, see everybody next week. Love y'all. Later.